I feel like I gotta. I'm saying it too quietly. <laughs> what? Oh, it's I always the hardest part. I just part. think it's funny that we're just gonna keep doing it. <laughs> but once we go, like we're gonna be going. No, I know, but the beginning is always the hardest. That's what she said. Welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. It's a podcast where friends and I get to discuss Robert Kirkman's comic book, Invincible, and share the conversation with you. I'm Ryan Sidoti, and joining me today is TJ Deween. What's up? So before we get into today's topic, uh, just want to let everybody know that we are available on iTunes now, and so you can go there, subscribe, leave us a review. That helps to you know get the po- the podcast you know seen by more people. Um, if you don't use iTunes and you use something else to play your podcasts, a different app or website, and we're not on there, let me know. Uh, you can shoot us an email, and I'll do what I can to get us on there. Also, we love hearing feedback, and if you have any questions or suggestions, um, feel free to write in. Let us know. Even better. Um, Next episode, we're going to be going into issue 127, which is the first new issue in four months. Is it yep. four months? It feels like a lot longer. It, I actually had to look it up. When was it? I looked it, it up. December it was, was the last one, right? Yeah. Invincible's back. Yeah. Bitch. Feels like it's been a long time. Um, but yeah, write in. Uh, let us know what you think of that um, issue after you read it, because we're going to be recording the discussion about that issue a few days after um, it comes out. So if you read it and, you know, um, we haven't recorded yet, uh, we'd love to see what you think. Maybe talk a little bit about it on the uh, on the episode. Um, the email... I, what? I'll actually, like, make a shout-out real quick to Toby Hopper, was the first person <laughs> to email us and tell us what he thought of the show. And, I mean, so everybody knows this is the first time we've ever really done anything like this where we're only here to learn and, and, and to get better. So any topics you want to hear, let us know. Any uh, improvements that you think we might mm-hmm. like to hear, we're, we would love to hear them. Yeah. The uh, email address is theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. So, yeah, we're excited about the new issue coming out and uh, looking forward to talking about that. Um, as far as today, though, t- today though, uh, first thing we're going to talk about is Grizzly Shark. Grizzly Shark is out. You didn't get it. It is out you, now, yeah. Now, I, I honestly don't remember. Did you get your issue yet? I didn't, no. And you haven't read this. Now, I haven't. I read it back when you first released it digitally in black and white, and I haven't read it since, so I don't remember it too much, but I got to get my issue. Yeah, it's a three-parter. Yeah, he... Did you know? I, um, I think I read it in the interview. It might have been... I, I think, think it was one that he did with IGN. Yeah, that. I was going to bring this up. Really? Yeah. Uh, I had, that, that's what I was reading really? a little that bit ago. Really? Actually, um, it was actually supposed to tie in with Jason Howard. Is yeah. that what you're thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was suppo- just like the first episode, or the first issue did, where it was Grizzly Shark and... And Seabear. Um, and Seabear. Uh-huh. And they... Uh, he wanted to do more, and uh, with Otley being so busy, he's been kind of writing uh, Grizzly Shark... As he's gone along with Invincible, but mm-hmm. he's always so busy. So finally, he contacted Jason and was like, "Yo, let's do this. Let's make this like a two-part. Like, he, how was it? They were each doing a trilogy, and it was going to go back and forth, right? Kind of culminating in one. Yeah, um, but the problem was they they fully planned on doing that, but um, you know, it uh, Otley got all his stuff done, mm-hmm. and he got an inker to do all the inking. He was ready to go, 
but Jason Howard is busy doing what two so trees. busy doing everything that he does. Plus, you, he does coloring. It's it. Did you also, ever read Trees, Jason? No, Northbrook? I haven't. I haven't. I, have, I have read the first too much of them. issue. Um, it looks interesting. I'd like to check it out sometime. Yeah, I liked him, and um, he did Wolfman, right? Yeah, Jason Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. Uh, the one thing that was interesting that I read in that interview was one of the questions that the interview that the interviewer asked Otley was. What decided to you guys to bring this back out? Was it because of Sharknado? Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, he yeah, yeah. said that it wasn't because of Sharknado. That's not why they created um, Grizzly Shark. He created Grizzly Shark before the first Sharknado even came out. And what was interesting about it, he said that Sci-Fi actually contacted them and asked them how the sales, how the sales were. were going because they were think not because they wanted to turn it into a movie. They just wanted to possibly get into the comic book game mm-hmm. um and at the time it had just come out and it wasn't doing so well and they they told him i was like hey, they were like yeah we're getting some money but it's nothing yeah. really lucrative uh so sci-fi decided not to get into the comic book game and then shortly after that sharknado came out but then after that grizzly shark and sea bear blew up and now they're making tons of money off of it yep. according to Ali. <laughs> uh yeah that was really cool he is at um ECC is it ECCC? What's the name of the Comic Con that he's at? Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah. That's this. That was this weekend, right? Yes. He has these huge, like he has the printouts of Grizzly Shark and the Sea Bear, the cover that looks really cool. Yep. He also has the um, the fight with Omni Man, and um, e- yes, with all the Voltramites. Yep. Yep. That um, that is, would be the one that I get. I love this one. The cover of the um, Invincible Handbook, the Invincible Universe Handbook. The um, first one. Yeah, that that's he he said that uh, he's not a big fan of it because it's older art. So, but he said fans asked for it, and I love that one. It's it has like all the core characters. It's, it sums it up. Yeah. I mean, it's got all the core characters in it from the um, from the origin. Yeah, from the original, know. pretty much. So, was that your was that your news? No. To share? What, no, it's what's, not. What's your news then? I have news. What is your news? I have news. Um, so the guy that was on the last podcast, our friend Bill Hake, has always been more of a Walking Dead fan than an Invincible fan, although he loves both. Mm-hmm. But rightfully so, Bill owns issue one. Of The Walking Dead. Did you get issue one? I did. Did you really? And since then, you and Bill have been screaming at me to get issue one because I'm that. I've always been that way with Invincible. I've yeah. always loved Invincible, and you're you guys have been telling me. I mean, Bill was lucky enough to get Walking Dead before the show was announced, mm-hmm. and that was huge for him because once the issue was announced, the, he got a steal too. Yeah, he got, it wasn't like issues like one through twenty or something like that. Was it? It was it was a lot. It was yeah. a huge lot of them, and he got all of them for yeah. He dirt got cheap for he, what I'm in. That guy must be kicking himself today. Yeah. Well, now Bill has that, and that's that's worth a good way more than what he paid for it. You know, <laughs> and so, way more than Invincibles. Did you get a good deal on it at least? I got a really good deal. Really? Yeah. eBay? No. What? Where? Buffalo Comic Con. No way. I went. Wait, you, Buffalo Comic? You mean that yard sale thing they had? Yeah. The one I said that I was thinking about going to the other day? Yeah. Buffalo Comic Con hasn't happened yet. That's still a couple months away. Uh, Niagara Falls Comic Con, was it? Both. Both. Neither has happened yet. That was the yard sale. They called it a yard sale. 
Yeah. Well. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. I thought really? it was. It was tiny. Holy, it was stupid. Are you serious? But they. I, there was a guy there that had. Uh, now here's the thing. It was a nine point two. Uh huh. And I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. I asked the guy. There's a nine point eight online. Uh huh. Right now for eighteen hundred dollars, there's another nine. But there's <laughs> that's, another that's nine. That's the asking price. Though, yeah. First of all, that's not. The... There's another nine point eight on there for eight hundred dollars. Yeah. There's a nine point six for seven fifty, mm-hmm. and there's a nine point four for four fifty. Mm-hmm. This is a nine point two, mm-hmm. and he was asking. Uh, I asked him how, immediately how much it was. He actually had a number two there as well, oh. but I didn't get the number two. Yeah. I didn't have the money for it. Um, he originally asked me said. Three hundred dollars. Was it just like in a case or behind them or something? Like it was already CGC rated. Yeah, so it was probably hanging up, kind of just. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, but the number two wasn't. He I just pulled, want to know how you spotted this. He 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 pulled the issue two out and was trying to give me a deal on it. Uh-huh. He told me three hundred dollars, which I thought was a really good deal, but I I, really, I didn't have it, and I kept telling him I didn't have it. I think that he was just trying to get rid of it. Yeah. Because I kept talking him down, yeah. and I got. Invincible for two hundred dollars. The first one. The first first wow. invincible for two hundred dollars. Awesome. I actually have it. <laughs> you brought it with you. Yeah. Figured you could look at it. Oh my god. Nice. Cool. Nine point two. Not bad. And that's great because now you don't have to worry about getting it sent out. Like Bill still has to get his Walking Dead sent out and everything. That's a. Yeah, he's scared to actually send it I out know, though. I'll but I think him. he needs. But what he what she what he should do, and it's so simple, is just go to the go to a comic con, and they normally have like a legit comic con. Yeah, but they, they still it's the same thing. They still pack it up and send it with them. They don't actually grade them there. Oh really? Yeah. I thought that they graded no, them there, and then you can just pick them up the next day. I think it's because you can only send them out through uh, certain retailers, or or they can help them like um, the big comic shop uh, that you go to over in um, Buffalo. Um, they're actually like a certified, you know, grader where you can, they'll help you pack it up and send it to them and everything. That's awesome. I'm excited for you. That's really, really cool. I, I got to get mine. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd like to get all of them. I'm mm-hmm. not in a rush though. Yeah. I'm going to kind of wait it out. Find, and... find like situations like that where it just works out perfect. That's so cool. I just feel like it's a ticking time bomb. They're going to announce something and I'm going to regret it and they're going to disappear from eBay. I know. But that's great. Congrats. Good stuff. All right. Moving on to our main topic. I think so. Anything else we want to bring up? Any other news? Any other TJ news? Nope. All right. Uh, as you, I'm sure you saw from today's title, um, this is a little series that I want to do. Um, every once in a while, we're going to come in here and record an episode called In Memoriam. Uh, this is part one. This is where we're going to discuss uh, a character that is no longer with us um we're gonna start in order um not necessarily in order we might not even follow order anymore i mean i kind of wanted to start with one of the first major deaths in the series and it was kind of shocking like tj me and you actually talked about this when coming up with this um uh with us we there wasn't a main character that died sooner like this is the you know there were characters that died but this was the first like major character that died yeah. and it's it stuck yeah so we're talking about rexplode so ever since issue two you know first appearance uh and died in let's see issue 60, 60. so two to 60 um so yeah 
How do you want to go about this? Like, he's one of your favorite characters. He Certainly. is my favorite character. Of, well, favorite of, hero. He's my favorite character. Is he? Is he yeah. more a favorite character than Angstrom? Angstrom Levy is my favorite villain, but I mean, currently in the comics, both of them are dead. Mm-hmm. If and Rex Blood came, like if Angstrom came back, I'd be, I'd be over. I, I don't know what I'd do. I'd freak out. Mm-hmm. But if Rex Blode came back, I just would not <laughs> that would see be, him That would be crazy weeks. just because it'd be so <laughs> random. It would just be so random for him to come back. Oh, but they could do it, though. Because it's, we've talked about... They could easily do it. I don't like Cop House. Well, he did kind of come back in a way, but, but again, that's... Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. Um, I don't like easy Cop Outs, but there are ways to bring him back. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this comic book deals... Could deal in, like... It does deal in different dimensions and things like that. I, I'd... I want yeah, to you want back. it. You want it to be. You want it to be. But at the same right. time, if he were to come back, I think it would take away from his initial death. Well, yeah, of course. Right. Um, so, in, it, I want to get into a little bit about uh, his powers, and a lot of that ties into um, he actually did a uh, kind of a spinoff. You know, the Invincible Prevents pre- presents. It was a three-issue series called uh, Invincible pre- Prevents. Why can't I say presents? Presents. <laughs> Invincible prevents enemy and Rex Blood. Um, yeah, so he did that little miniseries, uh, three issues, um, all about Rex Blood and Adam Eve. Now, that one gets really into um, Rex Blood's origins and how he uh, grew up super poor and um, was stealing food just to feed his family. And then the government shows up and makes a deal with his family and his family pretty much sells him out and says you know yeah you can have them um they they got a you know nice check for him and uh they go on living their life meanwhile rex goes to work for the government as essentially a hitman i mean they, he doesn't really know what he's doing they're they're sending no, him I mean, places he knows and he's, he's doing killing people very bad things yeah. to bad and people and he or says, so they're telling him that they're bad people yeah and he says to adam eve i mean he says that you know he wasn't really sure, you know, he knew he was killing people, but he just assumed they were bad people because he was working for the government. But that doesn't mean anything. In fact, the last person that he goes to kill and uh, talks to Adam, Adam Eve about it and does, isn't sure whether or not he wants to go through with it, he, goes, he, he delivers a, the, uh, the briefcase. Cecil opens the briefcase and there's a note that says, I don't know who you are, but I just saved your life. So that was right, the last right, hit. Right. His last hit was Cecil. I thought that was kind of cool because it all ties in. He's killing all these government people and everything. He was he didn't want to go into the Pentagon and kill a guy. Um, but what were the uh, unless there's something else you wanted to move on to? I wanted to talk a little bit about the powers they gave him when he was working for the government. Well, I was just going to say in, in base of his of his origin story that at at the end of Invincible uh, issue twenty four, they there is a secret origins for certain characters, and that's when you first learn about his origin. I believe the the Rex Bloden, Adam Eve came after yeah, that, but that they do talk later. about you know how he just kind of like the bullet points of his right, story. They, they just say that you know he he was given up by his family and and um, that later on he tracked tracked him down and, and such. But what the the side issues tell you is that like just it goes into it a lot more. Like you come you you find out that you know his family his dad was a, a an asshole and had no issues at all giving up his son just for for money and yeah. being rich and and that's basically what it was the government came in and told his family who was extremely poor rex was um stealing food off the street 
and they came to his uh, government man came to his house and said, "We want your son, and we'll give you riches beyond your wildest dreams." And the father was like, "That's all you want? No problem, deal." Yeah. And it was over. Yeah. Um, now these government people took him in, and uh, I love the shots of all of uh, uh, you know his his him on the operating table, his like entire wrist up to his elbow cut open, and they're implanting that you know device into his wrist they also said they gave him injections that make him stronger you know faster a little bit more agile um now i the implants we're gonna i think we need to talk a little bit more about them especially when it comes to his death because i feel like that was a point of contention when we first read that issue and we'll get into that a little bit more maybe then because how they work and yeah well, the know. organic you're talking yeah. about the or- yeah. organic I mean, non-organic yeah they say when they implant them that they can't charge, you know, he won't be able to charge anything with organic, like any organic life. And so I guess, I mean, I guess we'll just go into it now when he dies and we'll talk more about his death when we get to there. But when he dies, he says, you know, the guy, the invincible from another universe that's killing him is saying, that's it. You've got nothing left to charge. You know, I've got nothing left to throw at me. He said, what are you, what are you going to charge? Yeah. And he said, my skeleton. Yeah. And they explode. Isn't that considered organic, though? Here's, I just, I just thought of this as you were asking the question because I knew what you were asking. Yeah. He was beat to shit. Mm-hmm. Did he have any broken bones? When a bone becomes broken, is mm. it still? Does it still have life in it? Like yeah, I'm sure it probably does. But if, the bone but, is, but if the bone is broken, then how is his hand connected to that broken bone to even charge it? Well, the thing that charges it is is the thing that's in his, in his arm, like in his fingers. Well then, and he also they also later in you know. Well, they they, the, the they installed it into his arm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was always a little thing that bothered me a little bit. I mean, then I thought, yeah. oh, maybe he's charging the device that they installed. But that thing that's installed well, is only said my skeleton. Well, I know, but that device is only installed into his wrists. And even though if that's attached to his skeleton, I mean, is that what he's originally charging? And that kind of just goes up the entire skeleton. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If you know something we don't know, <laughs> write in. Let Email us, us. Yeah, let us know what you think. But, Some uh, um, regardless, doctors that out there. <laughs> regardless, that doesn't take away, you know, it being an awesome death. But backing up a little bit, um, his, his, you know, issues with uh, Adam Eve, uh, I think going back and reading those and knowing that they actually were a pretty serious, you know, in a serious relationship uh, helps, you know, that much more when you get to him cheating on her because when he cheated on her as far as you know uh uh invincible or i'm sorry uh adam eve shows up and rex blood is cheating on her uh with duplicate and he's just an ass he's an asshole i mean from the very beginning um he's kind of looked up looked at as an ass and uh he's very cocky yeah even before anything with that with duplicate or excuse me, Adam Eve happened. I mean, you could just tell he was very cocky, and that's just his personality. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, that's what made him different from everybody else. That's why I loved him so much, mm-hmm. because of his origin story and where he came from. It was understandable. Yeah, and then, yeah, but it, which, you know, leads to Duplicate then cheating on him, and I liked that. I love any time they use really cool... Um, 
uh, layouts. You know, they do a throwback to a layout. It's almost the exact layout. He shows up at the tower. It shows him, like, calling out for Kate. And then he sees them, and he slumps against the wall, and he's saying, no, no, no. It's the same thing that happened to Eve. Yeah. That's that. how it ended, too. And you're th- yeah. you don't know what it was. And I was thinking it was going to be something bigger than it was. Yeah. But I still loved and it, her with her with uh, immortal. Im- the immortal, and, yeah. And there was more than one of her to every yeah. time. Um, and then you know, you know, her and immortal, you know, getting engaged and going to get married. And um, Rex has a couple good scenes talking about duplicate getting getting married to immortal and how he would never, you know, why would immortal marry someone like her? I mean, if he wanted to marry somebody, he would marry somebody more like Eve. And again, that just goes to show more like he was in a very serious relationship with her, and yeah. with with Eve. And I, I, I never got the idea that he ever fell out of love with Eve. Like my one of my favorite issues of Rex Blood is issue forty six, and how it happened with Mark was Mark came in, met Eve, but Eve was dating Rex. Right around the time that Rex and Eve split up was right around the time that Mark and Amber started dating. Mm -hmm. So when Mark and Amber broke up, that was right about issue 46. This is the issue with multiple. Yes. Okay. So um, it just happened where... It was was cool. It was like a team-up issue. It was just... That's what made it so awesome was, you know... Invincible was uh, at the government talking to Cecil, and Rex was just walking down the hall because he was getting something, you know, his, he was getting his uh, the things in, in his arm, um, like, tuned up. And they just started talking about uh, Mark's breakup with Amber, and then something comes up where there's a guy in the city, and he's, he's destroying things, and they get sent together because they're there together, so they go. And the whole time they're fighting, they're talking about Adam Eve and how um, Rex is saying, you know, you're single now. If you want to go for it, go for it. But if you don't want to go for it, I want to get back together with Adam Eve. I might explore and try and try and work this out. But I know that she likes you and you like her. So, And that's another thing that I, I, I always liked about Rex is that he might be an asshole, but he's still a good guy. Like he, he went to Invincible and said, you know, if you don't want to pursue this, I'm going to pursue this. He gave him the opportunity, but the entire time that they're talking about it, they're fighting, and that's why they're fighting. You know, yeah. Um, I can't remember who they were fighting. I'm not sure in, who it in, was in issue forty. Uh, it was multiple. No, it wasn't multiple yet. I don't. Was it multiple? I think he. I think he might have come later. Okay, so that's who it was. It was the time guys. They, what it was like, the, the time bandits. Is that what they call themselves? I think they make a joke about what they call what they name themselves. Regardless, they're the guys that show up and take Invincible into the future, um, and uh, and have that whole issue with Immortal as king in the future and everything like that. But yeah, they go they show up to stop those guys, and Multipulse shows up and out of nowhere, and, and he's and pissed and off because a couple issues beforehand, Duplicate died. died. Yeah, in one of. Rex's best scenes. In fact, that might be my favorite Rex moment. And it should be. It should be up there for sure. I think it's I think it's the number one. That's awesome. So yeah. we're talking about the Lizard League. Um So issue. a couple issues before 46. I think it was it might have been 40 
44 or 43. Uh, they were fighting the Lizard League. They were all fighting the Lizard League. And no, actually, I think it was. Sorry, was I'm looking now. I think it's like forty. I think it's like forty-one. Yeah, but um, they, well, there were well, Mark and Eve and everybody were off-world fighting the Sequids back home. You get this robot. like, yeah, you get no robot was uh in space too. Back home, you get this like B team, and it's Rex Blow, Duplicate. Um, oh, yep, uh, yep, what's yep. his name? The um, Shrinking Ray. Shrinking Ray is there. There, I think it might be those three that go in to fight um the Lizard League. And Lizard League is, like, I think they're attempting to launch a, a nuke or something like that. And they get their ass kicked. Um, uh, uh, Komodo Dragon or whatever is just killing. He, I think he killed the last copy of Duplicate. Um, and then Shrinking Ray freaks out and is like, you killed Duplicate. And jumps at Komodo Dragon or whatever his name is. And he just eats Shrinking Ray. And he's like, oh, yeah, you'll be a nice dessert or something like that. Yeah. And then Rex is just beside himself he pretty much goes crazy and he's like you killed them you killed all of them and um uh yeah then he he charges up uh his uh what was it just a a ball he charges up something and uh komodo bites it out of his hand bites the his hand, hand his his <laughs> his whole hand off which is great you get to see like the sparks and the you know the insides of his of you know Rex's wrist where, you know, the that implant was, and then Komodo's head just explodes um, from eating that charged, you know, ball or whatever was in Rex's hand, and then uh, what was it? Rex is just like, he, I think he thinks he won. He, he, he did it. He's, he's like... He's saying it's over, it's, you know... But then coming up behind him is the head of the Lizard League with a gun to his head. Yeah. And I think that's actually where that issue ended, right? Like it just ended with the gun it to his ended head. For him there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the beginning of the next issue just starts. Uh, um, the first thing you see with them is the gun pressed to his head, and uh, he just shoots him right in the head. But before uh, before the last issue ends, you can see that Rex is just he's, you know, crying. He's got tears coming down his face. And the last thing he says is I, uh, that the head of the Lizard League says is, I suggest you say a prayer. And I think that was an awesome way to end that, especially for someone like me who loves Rex Blood. And I was, you know, biting my nails at that point. Mm-hmm. And I had to wait a whole, yeah. probably a whole month. Shoots, shoots, shoots him through the head. The bullet comes out the front of his head and he's still fighting. He's, he's just oozing blood everywhere. And then he knocks the guy out. I just love it. I just love that 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 scene so much that he's just he's, it's just such a badass moment for for Rex and just knocking him out and he's like, huh, I can't believe I I, I actually and then he just like passes out. Brit shows up. <laughs> um, I think it's assumed that he dies, right? Did you assume he died in that moment? I don't remember what I thought. That was a long time ago. Yeah, because like they ask Brit if everyone's dead and he's like, yeah, I think they all are. And, and then he's like, no, wait, there's still one alive, because King Cobra or whatever his name is is uh, still kicking, pointing a gun. But yeah, I love that. That was so awesome. That's that's my vote for Rex's greatest moment. But uh, um, next up, I want to talk a little bit about Monster Girl. Do you have anything else to bring up when it comes to that, or do you want to go on to Monster Girl? Uh, we could talk to talk about her. All right, I love this. Another one of my favorite moments with Rexplode is uh, the tryouts. Now, after um, uh, after the after Nolan 
Omni-Man kills all of the Guardians of the Globe, Robot holds tryouts for the new team. Right. And uh, Rex is there trying out, and Invincible shows up. And uh, not to try out, he's just kind of there for with Robot. And uh, Rex Blood walks into the scene, and he's just like, eh, yeah, you know, I got this in the cake, guys. Sorry, everybody. There's one last spot for everybody else. And then he goes up to Monster Girl, and he's like, oh, you're cute. You know, your mommy and daddy drop you off, and what's your superpower? And she's like, you want to see? And she just, she yeah. just boo, and, you know, turns into the monster and just proceeds to kick his ass. Rex gets his ass kicked a lot. I mean, just about every time Rex is doing something cool, whether it's the Lizard League fight or Multipol or Monster Girl, he's getting his ass kicked. I mean, he, he looks he best. Does. Uh, Oct- Octoboss, he's getting his ass kicked, and Invincible shows yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, the same could be said about Invincible, right? But he, they, True. Both, they both have True. super strength. I think I think Kirkman just likes seeing heroes beat up. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, then more with Monster Girl is... Um, after that fight with Octoboss, uh, Monster Girl, uh, like he, she's getting stuck, getting out of uh, Samson's ar- armor, and he helps her out. And, you know, they have a little banter or whatever, and he walks away, and she kind of is, like, checking him out as she walks away. And Robot sees Monster Girl checking out Rexplode. And you don't really think anything of it. You're just like, okay, he's watching them. That's weird. Um, then he also, at one point, I don't remember what point, but doesn't he prick uh, Rexplode, robot. He pricks him or gets a hair sample or something. I think he pricks them. I know oh, yeah. he pricks he, he Monster takes Girl. DNA, DNA. Right. yeah. Um, so then you find out in uh, issues 34 and 35, um, uh, there was the back when um, uh, after Mark kills Angstrom and he's stranded in that other dimension, the, the alternate dimension superheroes, guardians uh, show up and Eve tells him that's when Eve tells Invincible that. You know, tell her that, you know, tell Eve that you love her and blah, blah. Yeah. And then she turns to Robot and says, shut up, Rex. And that's the first time we're like, what? What's going on? And then the next, and then you find out that he, he cloned Rexplode and um, used him as kind of like the basis. And he's, he, he said The basis this. of who Robot is because Robot's just a. Uh, yeah, he's just he's that. A, deformed human being super genius yeah yeah and um he has a you know he starts going on dates with monster girl and at one point um robot and this isn't going to get into a whole conversation about robot that's that's a whole episode but uh at one point he tells monster girl that you know he wanted to choose a host that she liked you know because he was attracted to Monster Girl, and he wanted it to be the same age. That's why he made it the same age as Monster Girl, and he knew that Monster Girl was attracted to Rexplode, so he copied him. So it's interesting. I mean, Robot and Rexplode actually have a very deep relationship, um, even though it only lasted, you know, 10, 15 issues. Um, Rex is the one that gives that awesome speech at his funeral. Um, We don't actually know what Robot's real name was. He never actually mentioned it. Did he mention it? Yeah, it was Rudy. Oh, my bad. I don't, I don't know if we got a full name, um, but yeah, it was Rudy. They actually, I think I do remember. Called, as yeah, you say it, I remember. They called that. him Rudy until um, the funeral, in which he gives the speech and says he'd like I'm to. I'm taking on Rex's name. Take the name Rex. Yeah. Um, which I, I don't know if I liked. Yeah. Because I mean, if well, I when I talk to you guys about it, when I talk to other people who have read Invincible, I always say, you know, it, my favorite character died. Mm-hmm. 
Rex Bloat is gone. And they always say, oh, well, you got Robot, and Robot's pretty much Rex. No, he's not. He's no, not at no, all. No, no, he's not. He looks like Rex. Yeah, that's all. But Which I kind of like the fact that it's just, you know, it's just in looks. Yeah, but he, the Robot's mind from the deformed figure was implanted into into this clone of mm-hmm. Rex. And it has it has no memories of the actual Rex Bloat. So, yeah. Yeah. Which is why we're doing a in memoriam. memoriam. Uh, so your favorite issue? Now, now we've talked about this. I think back in um, episode one of the podcast. But your favorite issue, at least one of your favorite issues, is issue sixty, right? Right. It's my. I guess it would be my second favorite because yeah. my first, my favorite is the Angstrom Levy one. Oh yeah, yeah. Issue thirty three. Now, now uh, tell me a little bit about why you like Rexplode's death. Just because we've already talked about his death, and it's it's just I don't know. I just thought, thought it was a very kick-ass way to go. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna take out the person who's gonna kill you, you might you're gonna die anyways. You might as well take him out. Yeah. And it was something that you weren't really expecting. We talked about the skeleton thing, but I loved and, that. I thought that was yeah. awesome. And it does kind of remind me of that fight with the Lizard League. Like he got shot in the head, and he's still he's going. still going. He's, he's finishing that guy off he's finishing the fight he was and that's there what with, he does at the end too he was there with robot i believe duplicate um maybe monster girl in the last issue where he died it, where he died yeah and um ro- well robot showed up and and took them all and left rex and he was coming ba- i believe he was coming back for rex and rex said no get out of here you have to go just go and i think it was monster girl was saying no we got to go back for him but robot knew that they really? they had to go yeah. so that's when the other world invincible was like, "What are you gonna do? What do you yeah. what do you got to charge?" Oh yeah, because I remember like, skeleton. I remember Monster Girl screaming, you know, uh, or or robot screaming as he's dying, or you know, as uh, yeah, as, as he, he exploded. Explodes. Yeah, intense scene. Um, just because I was curious, I went back and looked at the last scene that we got to see of Rexplode before that fight scene before he died and it was actually kind of great I liked it it was um issue 58 and it's like one of the first pages in it and it's just him sitting in the uh tower in the tower where you know the teen team was formed and he's there you know shooting shit with I think it's bulletproof and like robot might be there and they're trying to discuss what to name the new team and uh Rexplode suggested uh the Globe Guardians, I think, and, yeah. and and um one of the other guys was like, you know, that might be a little bit of a legal issue. Um I just like that. It was a nice little last appearance of him before you see him die. Um fit very much in with his character. But then there was the awesome funeral, like we already talked about, you know, robot, you know, Which, actually being unable to speak in person. He has to do it through robot because he's bawling and he can't control himself. It, he died in issue 60. His funeral wasn't until five months later, real time. Because mm-hmm. of Conquest. Five issues later. Because yeah. Conqu- Conquest was, you know, 61 through 64. And so we didn't get a funeral funeral for him. And I was really... I, w- I, I wanted some them to do something for him. So I was worried that they weren't. He wasn't going to get a, yeah. a a funeral, and he's I thought like, they did an awesome job. He's one of the only ones that gets that kind of send off. Like we've had a lot of deaths since then, and even a couple funeral scenes, but most of them are pretty quick. Or you know, that's 
not a huge deal. And it was cool yeah. to see that. Robot. I mean, you got to see, you know, robot speech and then Eve go up and try and say a few words. And but again, can't. again, bringing it back to the fact that they did have a very, you know, serious relationship and she just can't do it. You yeah. know, and then they're by the car and Mark comes over and says a few words and then they they go and have sex. Real nice, Mark. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Uh, and then that was it. That was all we saw of Rexplode. He was done. Until? Until Reboot. Which Reboot. <laughs> so we actually got to see a little bit of Rexplode recently, actually. So Marco's back in time and shows up and uh, goes to the uh, um, teen team's tower in the bridge with Adam Eve. And you get Rexplode. The first thing he says, I when he sh- I knew that they were doing reboot. I knew he was going back, so I I knew that, that he was coming. I knew Rex Rexplode was going to turn up. And the very first thing he says when you turn the page where he first he where he first arrives is, "Who the hell is this jerk?" And it was just like a perfect, like sarcastic. It it just I was so happy to see him back. And yeah, and then like uh, you know immediately. You know, obviously nobody believes that he's from the future. Rexplode does this awesome, like, you know, who are you really? Did the government send you? What, what do they know about me? Like, tying into, you know, Rex's Where history. Where he came from, yeah. because he escaped from the government. Yeah. So, I love it. You know, Rexplode's saying this idiot's trying to convince us from the future, you know, and he's like, you know, Mark says, you know, how he knows things that you guys don't know. He knows that Robot is actually um, in a constant, is a... Um, a deformed creature in a lab across town. <laughs> Rexplode's like, wow, swing for the fences. Why don't you? That's insane. But no, it was great. You know, um, I thought they did a really good job, you know, bringing Rex back like that. Then we get to see Rexplode again in um, part three of Reboot. And this is awesome. I love this. Um, towards the end of the issue, they're fighting They're fighting the Flaxons. Now, this is actually the same fight that happens... Um, Jeez, it was in, it was the second time they fight the Flaxons, and they, Adam Eve gets shot, and Mark catches her, and, you know, Adam Eve's like, oh, good save there, new guy. Rex Ode says, you know, be careful, be careful, Invincible, that's my girl, and then Mark proceeds to go home and cry, and that starts the, the entity that shows up and, you know, gives him the choice, and like, that's the, that's almost like that, that tipping point for Mark, like, Rex saying, hey, that's my girl. That scene, her getting shot, and getting caught by Invincible earlier in the comic is in the comic back in issue 14 the second time they fight the Flaxons Eve gets shot and Rex, Rex is, catches her yeah, Rex is the one that catches her instead of what Mark. could have been yeah and you know that's after they broke up and she calls him a jerk and um it's just cool because like Rex was looking out for her back then even though they were broken up now she gets shot Invincible swoops in and catches her before you know Rex even gets a chance because Mark is keeping his eye on Eve because that's who he's meant right. to be with and that's who he's in love with and then that's you know Rex pointing out hey that's my girl I mean that just drives him over the edge and he goes home and you know that entity shows up which is great segue into the fact that uh that's where we leave uh Mark he you know decides not to you know stay in that timeline and make the choices he goes back to the present you know, years have passed, and his daughter's all grown up, which we'll get to talk about next episode. We'll finally get to see uh, what happens after that. Now, that does it for um, our in memoriam on Rexplode. Um, did you have any other final words for Rex? That pretty much sums up 
you know, his greatness, and <laughs> I'm happy to pay homage to him. Now, um, so, again, next time we do this, it will all be about um, the new issue coming out. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, remember, we're on iTunes. You can go and subscribe, leave a comment. Um, our email address is theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. You know, write in, let us know how we're doing and uh, your thoughts on the new issue. Um, love to hear them. So thanks again for listening, everybody. And that's it. Do the thing. Bye.